Well, in your money today, Carolyn Wright takes a look at how you can get the best deals on on pet insurance for your best friends. Uh, Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. Hong Kong is seen as pretty much a city of pet lovers. And of course, owning an animal means you take responsibility for looking after its health. In many cases, that involves buying pet insurance to help out with costs. But is all pet insurance the same? And how do you know what you're getting for your money? I'm joined now by Keith Kwok, who is the Principal Research and Survey Officer for the Consumer Council on their most recent choice article around pet insurance, who can help answer those questions for us. Good morning, Keith. Thank you for joining me. Good morning, Carol. Let's start at the beginning with what considerations pet owners should be making when they're purchasing pet insurance. When purchasing pet insurance, pet owners should firstly consider the actual needs before deciding whether to take out insurance for their pets. Moreover, instead of comparing annual premiums alone, pet owners are also advised to compare different plans thoroughly, including the scope of coverage, definition of covered items, compensation methods, deductibles, ratios, and how they are calculated, the maximum payouts, as well as the exclusion and renewal terms. Finally, the pet owner should also select the most suitable plan according to the needs of their pets as well as their affordability. Cats and dogs are probably the most common pets that many people have, but can pet insurance cover any sort of animals and breeds or, or should people be careful when they're considering what pet they're going to have because that could maybe add to the costs for them? According to our recent survey, currently local insurance companies only offer policies to cats and dogs. There is basically no restriction on the breed of cats that can be insured. But for dogs, most insurance companies would exclude certain dangerous dogs or their cost breeds, such as uh, Dogo Argentino, uh, Fila Basilia Arrow, uh, Japanese Dozer, and Pitbull Terrier. In terms of age limitation, most insurance plans have a maximum enrollment age of 8, while a few accept new applications of up to 11 or 12 years old. Okay, so that's something you should bear in mind, particularly if you're the kind of person who's thinking about adopting uh, a dog who might be getting on in in years, say. So what advice would you give to consumers when they are researching so that they can find the best policy for their particular pet? We do have some um, recommendation for consumers for finding a suitable policy for their pets. Firstly, um, they should understand the medical coverage of their pets need. According to our result, although all the plans are provided medical coverage, but the, the consumer should note the discrepancy in definition of coverage scope and items under different plans. For example, some plans only cover veterinary consultation and prescribed drugs, while surgical-related or hospitalization expenses were not covered. Moreover, if pet owners prefer taking their pets on overseas vacations, they may wish to take out an insurance policy that provides overseas coverage. And if their pets like interacting with other animals or or people, then the consumer may wish to have a plan that covers third-party liability as as well. Actually, consumers should note that there's not a best policy that should every pet owner and their pets. It depends on the habits and actual needs of both the pet owner and his pet. Consumers are advised to compare different plans thoroughly and not to make the 
a purchase decision solely based on the premiums. You brought up something very interesting there. I'd never even thought of the idea of kind of holiday pet travel insurance. (laughs) (laughs) So, So something else that I think that people need to be aware of is not only what's covered, but then what kind of deductibles will be made. So, you know, how much you might have to pay before the insurer then helps top up and how quickly you might get a payout and how that payout is made. Yeah, for example, let me let me explain. Deductible mm. is the amount or, or, or percentage to be borne by the policy uh, holder when filing a claim. Together with the maximum payouts, uh, they directly affect how much the policy holder can be reimbursed when filing a claim. However, consumers are reminded that they might end up paying more than just the deductible amount, subject to the maximum payout amount of each policy and its sublimits. Medical coverage of most of the surveyed plans sold quite diverse deductible ratio, ranging from a huge difference from 10% to, to 50%. It is observed that uh, there are four ways of calculating deductibles in pet insurance policy. Firstly, is by a, a fixed percentage. The second one is according to the actual age of the pets and higher deductibles for older pets. The third one is according to the pay, the past age at enrollment. The younger the past age at enrollment, the lower the deductibles. And finally, according to whether the insured pet received treatments at network clinics of the insurance companies. In terms of payout structure, the plans had either a sublimit structure, which set a maximum payout for each cover item, or a total annual maximum, where theoretically all expenses after deductibles could be reimbursed as long as the total medical expenses did not exceed the annual maximum. Despite the plans without sublimits are relatively more flexible, um, the premium might also be higher. Actually, we did a comparison for uh, for two uh, plans from two insurance companies, taking out for a four-years-old uh, uh, pet as an example, with uh, the uh, same annual maximum payouts of around 60000 on uh, medical coverage, uh, generally a similar coverage on uh, other items, and both with a 20% uh, deductible. Um, the premium for the plans with only a total maximum payout without sublimits was cost uh, around 2900 something more, uh, which is a 70% difference from other plans. Wow, so there can be massive, massive variations there. Now, what else should people be aware of? Something, something, you know, very specific exclusions maybe that they should be aware of. Yeah, um, before taking out an insurance, consumers are advised to have thoroughly understand the exclusion as stipulated in the policy. Most of the time, exclusion state in the marketing material may not be complete. Consumer may request for a sample policy which states the major exclusions of the insurance plan. Some examples of exclusion are pre-existing conditions or symptoms, uh, neutering surgeries, treatment of congenital condition, etc. In addition, cost of preventative treatment and associated cost of treating diseases 
preventable by vaccines are generally excluded as well. Let's think about longer term. So what do pet owners need to know about if they a, cl- a plan that they're looking at claims that it offers either a guaranteed renewal or lifetime protection for their pet? This is a good question. Yeah, consumers should be aware that these plans have their limitations too. For example, offering guaranteed renewal or lifetime protection does not imply that the coverage will remain unchanged upon renewal. Insurance company might revise the benefit, scope of coverage, as well as the premium upon policy renewal. So um, pet owners should be aware of this. This is not really guaranteed. Okay, so that could mean that actually they could be better off shopping around when it comes to the renewal time rather than always sticking with the same provider because things could change. Yes, yeah, first of all, depending on the age of the pet, it might be difficult to switch the insurer. As mentioned earlier, most pets set a maximum enrollment age of eight. As the pet gets older, it is more difficult to look for another insurance company that takes new application. The majority of the surveyed plan insure pets older than eight years old, but this is only for renewal. However, if the pet owner finds the current provision insufficient and considers that there are better options in the market, consumers are always free to choose what suits them best within their affordability. So it's of course uh, to shop around before making a decision, yeah, always. Great, great. Thank you. Some top tips and really good advice there from Keith Kwok from the Consumer Council who worked on their recent report looking at pet insurance as the principal research and survey officer there. Thank you, Keith.